got into a new guild and wanted to go raiding, but when they checked his gear out, his stuff was all resilience and stamina. He said that it was from when he smashed the horde so hard. Once there was this priest who wouldn't go and respect into the shadow tree and when they finally made her they saw how shitty she was with that speck she couldn't quite explain it she'd always just hated that Had it worse than that Cause then There was this warrior Whose guilties made him tank for everything they had to run But when he ran with pug groups He specked Fury and topped the damage charts he couldn't quite explain it, he'd always just love that. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Outlandish Podcast. 
52. Uh, are we on 52? Uh-huh. Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Could this weekend, this weekend, wow. Well, um, it's the final countdown. I mean, if you Um, How did you not expect? It's the final <laughs> Matt countdown. <clears throat> but uh, what, what final this countdown? Week, what are you talking about? It's like DC Comics bullshit. It's like the countdown to Infinite Crisis or something like that. It was fifty-two weeks and it spanned out the whole year. Oh, and finally, like, wow! Because you because you because you blended it together. You were like, uh, this week and wow, it's the final countdown. Uh, no, like, no, what but final um, countdown? is uh, a patch coming out next let's week? Let's see. <laughs> hey, Tuesday, I got back into rating. Are Who are you? Oh, I'm your host, Matt. <laughs> That's weird. He almost, we really missed this. I'm your track. host, Matt. With me, I have my two co-hosts, Jeremy. Dead dog in alley. Tire track on burst stomach. Justin. I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. All right. Um, and so this week in WoW, we, uh, I got back into rating Tuesday, and we rated uh, <laughs> Obsidian Sanctum. We rated Vault 2. We tried to do uh, one Drake up with two healers. That did not go so well. I rated Vault 101. <laughs> and uh, we... Um, I get that. Okay. We uh, finally gave up after about four tries, and then we just <coughs> killed the boss, the mini-boss guy, and then we killed Sephiron. That's a shame. And we only then, had two healers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of hard. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. Then we went and did... Next Tuesday, we only got down four bosses. We haven't done anything since then. I don't think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's soon. it. That's it, yeah, pretty much. Um, I. You've basically been out of it since Thursday anyway, or Wednesday, really. Yeah, yeah, it was just bad scheduling on my part. I am 50% done with Far Cry 2. It has a percentage thing? Yeah, whenever you save it. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> Yep, yep. I always like that. I've wrapped up Fallout 3, okay. and uh, Have I'm into on. Red Alert 3. <laughs> it's pretty cool, but I won't talk about that. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I mean, okay, I feel like we should sort of discuss, like, I mean, yes, I uh, have pretty much stopped playing WoW. I mean, I guess that was obvious. Yeah, pretty obvious. But I'll just say it. Um, I mean, not forever, obviously. <laughs> this last time was the fourth time I've come back to this, this game. That's ridiculous. That's amazing for me I, I understand that most people listening or playing like wow is what you do more or less mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know i guess that's okay for most people but that's not the only thing i want to do and well it's burned out now yeah it is burned out i mean i want to say i'll come back out. in the patch i'll probably come back in the patch but no, that's nice that's nice for the listeners for all the 300 some odd people in the guild that are listening well, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not any kind of linchpin. But it seems like things go um, on without me. It seems like that this the old or is going to be pretty tough, anyways. I mean, uh-huh. oh yeah, it's going to be yeah. one of those things where we get in there and we start killing those iron guys, and we're like, all right, uh, next expansion. <laughs> we'll to see it. you there. See you at ninety, bitches. It'd be like a serpent shrine and all that with our old guild pretty much god is it is it are they have or are the testers having trouble with it no no well, i mean a lot of the testers are pretty much 25 man geared geared out and stuff so well so um, so what it's not like easy for them or anything i mean i mean as far that's as how I, we can as far as i it. yeah as far as i know it's it's pretty gear dependent so awesome that's gonna be nice hopefully we can run uh 
ten man order and get down one boss and just keep on farming it for like twenty months and then uh I don't know. <laughs> just farm the one boss. <laughs> for the or maybe we can get in on like other guilds twenty five man naxes so we can get the gear that way or something. I don't I mean I don't really yeah, I guess. I was old and stable doing. Are they having trouble getting twenty five mans off the ground? <laughs> Maybe we should just start diverting. They usually our have like interests. one or two slots open. That's really sad mm. for us. Yeah, but like, because we can't. For, I bet. I, mm, I mean, I know it's a guild based thing, so they've been more likely to take like shitty their players versus good our players. But I bet that like the six or seven of our best players that are actually on rating could are probably better than like four or five of some of their guys so they just like we can convince Ben to just like you don't, you don't need that guy um, just whisper in his ear you don't need that guy <coughs> take, I, we should really talk about um, Jeremy you want to talk about opening like do you want to open up recruitment I don't care <laughs> well I had discussed it because Driggs had made a post um, in regards to the show notes last week and to be uh, clear Driggs about, wasn't starting anything he wasn't no, complaining no, no. at all he was he, he basically he was just you know, you making a statement, it. right? And uh, about and it was it was funny too because like sorry, when he made the statement, it kind of reminded me like oh yeah, I forget that we don't have an open like open recruitment. Yeah, we were pretty much just let listeners that want to join. Um, whether or not we would designate a couple of people and they could join people. Yeah, we'd have to. I haven't been on since Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So we'll. Talk about that more, I guess, behind the scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so that's pretty much it for this segment, I guess. And we'll go on to the news. This podcast is going to be short. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after this. This fall, well, maybe winter, possibly spring, Wrath of the Lich King, with features like pet talent trees, New hairstyles. New flight mounts at like 78. Warriors dual wielding two-handed weapons. It's probably new mobs and stuff. OP shaman. 51 point talents. New NPCs with hilarious parody names. Non-evading mod. Well, that's probably not. Same great taste. Less filling. With 25% more electrolytes. Wrath of the Lich King. When it's done... I guess. It's how he looks in uh, Dark Knight. That's true. And we're back. Uh, news. Bunch of patch notes. <laughs> news and time, PTR. children. PTR testing. Like, I was just reading on uh, MMO Champion this... Um, let me, let me pull, God. Let me pull... Uh, let me, I should have brought it up while we were talking. Um, so they took new, the, oh, uh, oh, huh? the Brewmaster. They took that... Brew of the Year achievement out of the really? achievement. Yes. Wow. But they still count it. You have to join. You have to join it, but you don't have to drink one of every brew for 12 months. So it will be possible to get it in a year. And Noble Garden has been increased to a week-long event with various quests. And you don't even have to do anything for Noble Garden, though. It's new. They, they've changed it. It's a week-long oh, event. Oh, they literally changed it? With new quests and new events and new gear. I don't know. I doubt that. But that's what everyone cares new, about when they updated. Like, oh, is there something I can kill? Is there a boss? Is it drop things I want? <laughs> there's a there's a new uh, oh, that is, this a, a new giant this? a giant rabbit. Be like a giant rabbit. Fucking awesome. Where would let's see? Oh oh, you'd have to you'd have to use special hand grenades. Holy holy yes. hand grenades. Paladin made hand grenades. Oh my god. <laughs> and you'd have to throw three, mm-hmm. not two. 
If thou makest to four without first having gone to three, I that is him. right out. All right, so they introduced this new um, this new enchant. It's called uh, Blade Ward, and it permanently enchants a weapon to sometimes grant blade warding when striking an enemy. Blade warding also increases blade warding increases your parry rating by two hundred and inflicts six hundred to eight hundred damage on your next parry. Effect can stack up to five times in the last ten seconds. This enchant requires the wielder is at least set, set level seventy five. Stop. I, I am Dr. Manhattan predicting a Matt bitching session. The and fact go. that this enchant only works for every other fucking tank other than Druid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and the that, way you were reading that, admittedly I'm I don't I don't I'm not really in the I don't really know how good that is, but the way you were reading that, I'm assuming it's really awesome. It sounds really fucking uh, Perry Perry rating by 200. Anytime you get into triple digits, to yeah. me it always sounds like awesome. This yeah. is this is where we have our conversation. What's it stacking? And it, our conversation about what? In five minutes, we'll end the segment. Uh, and, and inflicts. <laughs> well, it, it does damage on your next parry. So, and then like it stacks up to five times. I mean, it just sounds all. And then you got to figure. Well, are they are they taking away dual wielding from Death Knights? They're doing. I think they're just lowering the DPS. Nerfing right? the shit out of it. They're yeah. lowering the DPS on it. So, I mean, then I think. Well, I mean, it's even more awesome. For a death knight, because they would have dual wielding enchants. Mm. Do they have anything that you can only enchant your main hand with? No. It's well, I mean, unless it's hand. a two-hander. Well, yeah, that's what I'm enchant saying. Two-handed weapons. That's what I'm saying. So they don't yeah. have like enchant main hand. No. <coughs> no. Well, that's pretty good for death knights. I um. Guess. Also, um, since we're on a bitching thing about druids, uh, sure. druids are getting nerfed to where um, we were losing our armor. I think I discussed that in the last last episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we're now getting nerfed to losing ten percent of our stamina from one of our talents. Huh. Uh, so instead of it going up it's to twenty percent now, it, it's only going up to ten percent in the five point talent. And I was like, well, that's great. It's great. I'm glad to see like all the other tanks are getting stuff, and then my <laughs> stuff's losing stuff. Well, apparently that. I mean, have you seen any blue posts? Well, I've seen, have they had like a conversation about they think druid seen, tanks are better or something? Well, I've seen people talking about this new uh, savage defense, uh, which I think is the ability to like the dodge proc absorb thing? damage or something like that. Like you get a shield and it absorbs damage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I see people like, well, this counter is kind of counteracts our nerf that we're getting. And I was like thinking, well, I mean, it's going to have to do a pretty fucking good job. But apparently it only absorbs physical damage. It doesn't absorb like any other kind of damage. Wow, that's lame. And um, apparently there's no like a cooldown on it or anything like that. So that's kind of helpful. But whatever. So but there are tons. You click a button a lot. Tons of fucking That's okay. I've, I've, <laughs> I walked in on that uh, oh. raiding oh. the other night. Yeah, I was raiding that. And uh, yeah, I like yeah. tripped over one of his shoes, and he looked back, but he was like hitting his keyboard buttons, and he was, yeah, like, was just looking down. Like, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But he like it was like he was driving while looking back or something. I was like, well, that proves it for because he's he he had like well, you had like three keys that you were just yeah, hitting over just and over saying, again. Yeah. It's like, yep. I'm just, I mean, it seems like they should do something about. Well, I, would, the I generate my rage so much that it's all like I didn't really got to worry about running out of it unless like. Right. I just completely start dodging the shit out of stuff. So they can just add a fourth button. He can just have one hand just... Da, 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 da. Yep. just finger rolling. Oh, man. I feel bad for not like looking over at all this stuff and knowing... Not having a character of every class that I play. So I can be like, oh, man, I, this class is really taking a hit. 
can't eh. expect that. Yeah. Plus, most of those patch notes, the stuff they came out with to begin with has already changed. This stuff will be gone by the time the patch actually comes out. Mm. But uh, Bro of the Year? Bro of the Year. You don't have to have that to get your mount. I'm amazed that they did that. Especially when we read that blue post, they sounded so yeah. hard-lined against it. Like, we want this to take a while. And then there's a new... You get a title and a meta achievement for Noble Garden, and that's part of the... It says, Noble Garden has been redesigned into a week-long holiday with new items, quests, and more. Various achievements have been added, including the meta achievement Noble Gardener. Oh, wait. Did they add that meta? Which is now required for the meta achievement with a long, strange trip. That's shitty, then. (laughs) That's actually shitty. I liked Noble Garden, the thing you didn't have to do. The one-month holiday that you didn't have to... Participating. I wonder if there are any uh, up in arms non Christians like, ugh, once again, another Christian holiday overblown. But it's not a Christian holiday. I mean, I mean, yeah. in, in wow. Yeah, but come on. No, it's just a time to find colored eggs and get like right. five copper out of them. Oh, yeah. I see. And then at the end, then we Technic- all, and then we all. It's just a, it's a, it's a pagan holiday, really. Well, yeah, is what, originally. Is what's going on here. It was co-opted for Christianity. But then we all uh, sacrifice a bunny at the end, but he comes back to life in three days. Oh, nice. And he gives us all candy. Nice. Praise bunny foo-foo. Cream, cream-filled, delicious chocolate eggs. That sounds awesome. If only they made those in real world. Um, you mean like Cadbury cream eggs? Ugh, I hate those. Mm. I mean, my teeth hurt. It's just them. like nasty, concentrated pasty sugar. sugar inside. It's just sugar. Ugh. Sugar and shortening. Mini eggs. Wait a minute. When is Easter. It's coming April? up, man. Holy shit. Mini eggs are in stock. I gotta get me some. Um, I have a bunch of random shit to talk about. Okay, I mean, bring it. Go right ahead. All right. Um, the podcast is what? And, we're at what? Eight <laughs> minutes now? Uh, we are setting at eight minutes. You are right. Nice. So, um, let's see. Uh, nice. Me and John were talking about uh, episode three because he was watching it. And it was on HD Wait. or something on TBS. What? Huh? What? Star Wars. This is all three. random shit. Oh, random, random shit. shit as random. in just like whatever yeah. the yeah. fuck you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, my uh, God. Uh, we were talking about episode three, and then we were talking about the whole death scene and like how Anakin, like the kids are like, what should we do now, Master Anakin? And he's like, whoosh, and just pulls out his lightsaber in front of the kids. And he's like, kills them and shit. And then we were talking about how this, that, that right there came from the same guy that had, you know, Indiana Jones, like the boy from Indiana Jones swinging with monkeys. You know? It's crazy. Well, I mean, you think about it. So it's Indiana, like, I know what you're talking Indiana about, Jones, but I think you need to explain more thoroughly. Well, okay. Like, when you, you had first so of much all, first of all, and death. this is what happened to me last time. When you say the boy from Indiana Jones, immediately I'm thinking of Short Round. But that's not who you're talking no, about. No, I'm talking about... So you got to clarify. I'm talking about whatever that guy's name is. Kingdom of the Crystal Shit. Yeah, I'm talking about... Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Swinging with chimpanzees. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I was thinking about the little kid. Well, is there another Indiana yeah. Jones where there's a kid swinging with monkeys? No, but that's what's confusing I've never about really it. Like, seen much of the. But anyways, the, the the movie was so bad, you know. Yeah, it was so kitty, crappy, terribly. Uh, <laughs> you, know. you know, Matt. That's what most people say about the Star Wars prequels too. Well, yeah, but I think two and three were pretty fucking action, you know, packed and well, they were action packed and least, really yeah. good. And then like the whole how dark the third one was. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you're like, wow, that came from you know. That guy that made shitty Indiana Jones 4. Um, then we were talking about last week. I, I wish we would have brought it up in last week's it'd podcast. It would be so awesome if Lucas died. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you could it'd take be so good because it would be, 
that it would move on, and then like his kids are like way too young to do anything with it. I right. Think, hopefully, his adopted kids. Right. 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 What rights do they have? And so, like, it would be put in the hands of people who know how to actually make priorities <coughs> still. That would be Oh, awesome. man. Man. The fans got a hold of that right. Um, but we were talking about last week when we were eating the Super Bar at Wendy's. Uh-huh. Yeah, what the fuck? What happened with that, you know? <laughs> it was so delicious and tasty. I mean, like, I, I, I just want to make a skit. Where people are like the the corporate people are like sitting in the office and they're like having like a you know round table discussion and like and the round table <laughs> has a super bar on it yeah well or like the super bar <laughs> sitting back in the back this and is so awesome and we should keep it but ourselves. I mean I can't I can't imagine the conversation that would come up and go you know what we should take away the thing that lures people into our restaurant you know because I mean how many people you know back in the nineties went to a Wendy's because of the super bar I did exactly one. My parents were with me. Oh, so three. three. I honestly forgot about it until you mentioned it, but that's because it's been so gone, been so long. I know. You Once know you what? mentioned it, I was like, if oh, somebody yeah, else bar. come along and made another super bar, I wonder if Wendy's would even be like, you know what, we had that first. I don't see how they could. I mean, Kentucky Fried Chicken's got a buffet. Oh, do that's they? True. Yeah, do they? Pizza Hut does the buffet. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Um. But the super bar was encompassing of just more than one food group. You know. Yeah. You right. had the, the Mexican Hut. Fiesta. And then the Italian section. Right. And then the salad bar. Mm-hmm. And the potato bar over on the end of that. Mm-hmm. It was just a wide variety. And you were like, how does a burger place come up with this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? This is like... How do they do it? It's a mixture of just greatness. Yeah. Into bar form. I wonder, <laughs> why, did, why did Hardee's stop having fried chicken? Their fried chicken was much they better. Had fried chicken. They did. And it was better than Kentucky fried chicken or Popeye's. Huh. And then they Weird. stopped having it. Do not remember that. I wish we could we could somehow get chicken strips into a cheaper form. Because you know you go to a you know you want a meal a chicken strip meal right. it's like three pieces for like eight dollars or something you know. <laughs> well, they could make them out of dark meat and then they'd only be like two dollars. Done. I don't care. I don't care what color meat it is. Dark meat has an interesting texture to it. Yeah, it's, it's oilier. It's nice. Mm. It's an interesting flavor. Mm. I, I, can, I can get along with that a little bit. Mm. It's like um, eating a chicken leg just without that. That little white stick in the middle. Yeah. Here's something I want to know. All right, so we're skipping ahead an hour. Oh, right? yeah. Fucking bullshit. So we're going to lose an hour tonight. When we're I'm not going to get on, on the, Saturday. It was literally but, a year ago, this podcast, that I had my rant about daylight savings. So but I want to know again. this. Do we have a 2 a.m. when this happens? No. So we go right from 1.59 a.m. to, to 3 a.m.? Yes. Uh-huh. It's funny. What? Well, I just feel like it's weird. Like, I mean... Can I check my my TiVo or my DVR or whatever and see if there's anything set for 2 o'clock in the morning now? It'll have stuff on there. I don't think they do have anything. I think it, it actually switches. says, like, it, like, it'll say, say off air. one thirty, and then it switches right to 3, I guess, right? I don't think it would switch. I think it, everything will be marked as, like, off air for the 2 a.m. slot, and then it would hit 2 a.m., and your, your cable box will automatically go to 3 a.m. Yeah. Because it would suck, like, if we actually did, you know, uphold the whole birthday thing like you were born at that time because then if we change it or something like that because i know we've rotated it right we've we've changed we've moved the days ahead yeah it's fucking bullshit they've they want it to last longer now now we only get like three months of actual time and let me be clear the winter hours are the actual time we need to move to arizona and hawaii yeah that was another thing when parts I was like, of indiana because because uh monica at work had brought up that arizona doesn't change your time mm-hmm. and i was like well that's fucked up 
Because yeah. how am I supposed to know what time it is in Arizona? Because everybody else is rotating. You know, you got, especially if I'm in a different time zone, because right. I'm like plus or minus one hour. And I'm like, well, what? I think. What, what's their time then if I can't? Yeah, I think. So it's do all, I have to call up Arizona and be like, Arizona, what time is it? No, you just add an hour. But I'm saying if I'm jumping an hour ahead and they're not this doing really anything. This really feels familiar. I swear you and I have had this confusion slash argument last year. I don't know. But I'm saying like. If they've never changed their time, and I'm it's like March 3rd, plus an hour ahead, I'm arguing with Matt about daylight savings time. <laughs> if I'm if I'm plus an hour ahead, am I now plus two hours ahead? I guess then, because they never changed their time. <coughs> sure, why the hell not? Yes. <clears throat> Next. Not necessarily yes. No, but when you brought that up, it made it sound like someone who like it, it sounds like the gimmick of a heist movie. Like, well. If we do this at daylight savings time, the bank clocks will be resetting yeah. for an hour, and it won't They're, notice this. Blah 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 blah. And they'd give the it computers some weird won't movie. be able to record they'd call all this it, stuff. They'd call it spring action or something. Is that the know. movie or is that the actual yeah, like maneuver? The name, the, the name of the movie or something. All right, we're doing spring action maneuver tonight on Vault One Hundred and One. <laughs> uh, but here was another thing. I went, so I went to go buy. Uh, Toilet paper, and I feel. I'm do you sorry, ever feel like everybody. awkward? Do you feel awkward? Like because I, I went in. You buy a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, I went in the camp because I, I buy like usually you I get buy like the twelve. Pack. I feel like the six pack. Like I'm like oh, a six pack. That's gonna last me a while. All right, it's gonna last me a while. Right. But then I'm, I'm like, okay, so that that kind of encouraged me. I'm gonna come back to the store later on when I probably need other stuff. Not, but when I so I went to Kmart to buy some. I was like, okay, I've never been to Kmart. Uh, Wow, industrial size purchases, great. Because <laughs> there wasn't anything under eighteen. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't feel bad. I always buy. I buy like the biggest. I buy like the thirty six pack keeps or whatever. You, it, Maybe that be means I don't have to go yeah. back for a long time. You're not and uncomfortable every like, week. Wow, that guy uses like, like nobody's gonna be like, wow, that guy sure uses toilet paper. I would like to think they would just think like, wow, he doesn't like to buy well, toilet paper often. <laughs> well, I, I always like to. Uh, it's like when I buy deodorant. Pretty much when I buy any like hygiene supply, unless it's something that takes forever to go through, like deodorant, I buy like three sticks, so I don't have to come back for it again at some point. And that just ties into me hating to go to. Well, that could just be store. You, you're smelly. You're really smelly. So he goes yeah. through three sticks. Wow. Wow. He's that really. <coughs> cr- oh, my God. Click, 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 click. You're just having a. <laughs> and you like press down on it really hard so you can get a white, a Wait, white. You just, you just, just, just clotted under there. You just take the whole damn thing out and stick it <laughs> You just pop the top off and just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do they still sell? I don't, I don't. Do they still sell aerosol deodorant? Yeah, right guard. I guess probably more for women too. Um, but I, I feel like when I'm because I felt like when I was checking out, I should be like, I don't really use this much toilet paper. They, this is the smallest I could buy. I'm but not. You would, you would have to do that because you're at Kmart and there's no smaller, so uh, well, hopefully they a, would understand. But but you just, I just felt. <coughs> Like walking yeah, through there, I'm just like whatever. I'm like, hey, I don't. Not well, this it's, much. It's especially, you always want to like buy something else too. Like, well, yeah, because you just don't want. Maybe I should buy some. Because then people are probably thinking, did he just run out? Like just now? <laughs> did, did he, is he? He's, he looks like, like he, he might be walking a little bit funny. <laughs> 
you know, and you don't you don't want to be like at the cash register, be like, can you hurry up and ring this up? Can you hurry this up? Like, like I just realized I was gonna, I was at home and I was like, oh shit, I ain't got no toilet paper. Fuck, I just pull up my pants. <laughs> or, or even better, like you bring it up to the register and she's like ringing it through. She's like, oh sir, there's one missing from this. Are you yeah. sure you don't want to? No, 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 no. I got it. Cool. I'll pay for that one too. You just came out of the bathroom. And you just have like the, of course, the toilet paper hanging out of your. Oh yeah, definitely, and stuck to your foot, yeah, both feet. You yeah, that would go. <laughs> I don't even know what that signifies, really. You know, I mean, like I was in, I was in the bathroom. What, what, like, do I have toilet paper running down my leg? Like, I don't know what, what is that supposed to signify. Are we just gonna have point five episodes? Oh sure, why the hell not? <laughs> well, people like it, and plus, I mean, yeah. Well, it's kind of we like about, I was saying. Like, we talked about wow. It seems like right now we have about about. I don't know a couple, a few thousand people, and they all know us. So like, they probably wouldn't care. Well, they. I mean, I feel bad for the people that, that just started listening. And like, yeah, not, I mean, a, aside from what's going on the PTR, there's nothing going on in WoW really. That's true. Noble Garden. Not yet. <laughs> next, Soon. next month. Uh, when you go to Sears website, you know Sears owns Kmart now, whatever. But when you look up oh, an item, it? it's like, would you like to try to find a similar item at Kmart? It's like. No, I'd rather get it from the good store. Thank you. <laughs> it's the same thing. Kmart does make me feel bad. Like, if Walmart makes you feel bad when you go in there, Kmart really Kmart, makes you feel Kmart bad. Kmart has become like a rundown Walmart. Yeah, and that's that's saying a lot. That's like saying, uh, don't go to the... Don't go to that area. It's worse than the slum area of town. Like, what? Really? A ghetto inside the ghetto. Yeah. Because yeah. not only is there hardly anybody in there, so you just feel weird in there, like like you're inside a dying animal or something. <laughs> I'm inside a dying animal? Like, how how am I inside a dying animal? First off, dying. I need to know. This need, animal's dying, I, and I need to get out quick. Am I, am I inside the dying animal, or am I inside the dying animal? You're at the, uh, maybe you're, you're at the inside that since like nobody can see the other reference I'm making. Matt's making yeah. You're at the zoo of soon to Matt be is, dead animals. Matt, Matt is, making. is making the universal sign for fucking. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> it is a okay, okay symbol, symbol with a finger, with the fi- index finger in and out, in and out. Because this is a vagina. <laughs> in in this, <laughs> like you have to explain. Like okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking oh, of God. sex ed now. Like the teacher is actually <laughs> instructing okay, kids. kids. This All is right, the vagina. Kids. <laughs> this is a, no, the, man. That's like and an okay the, symbol or a rooster. And then the smart ass kid. It's in a class, letter F. And the oh. smart ass kid in class does the same thing, and he's like, "Yeah, and it's okay by me too." <laughs> <laughs> Nudging all his dudes. I want to have friends. sex. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean. Just, I should also mention at the end of this podcast, we're going to probably talk about Watchmen, right? We're yeah. We're going to record like a little Watchmen. We're going to do talk. like a little, we saw So if you want to listen to Watchmen, it'll be like five minutes. I mean, I mean it'll be I like how we're saving that for the end of the podcast, but fuck it. <laughs> well, that's because I'll, toilet paper because it's, and sex. It's, it's, it'd probably be spoiler, and so you want to have it at the end. I always want to warn people for the end of it. Mm-hmm. I just realized that 99% of our tangential topics are about consumer products and fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's the two that. major things in my life. And obviously, <laughs> our main logo and most popular symbol is a consumer product that wants to fuck. <laughs> that's true. It's, it's a fucking piece of pizza that <sighs> all he says is, hey, I feel terrible. Sex. You feel terrible. And you know, our logo does kind of look like a vagina. You haven't dumped money into this <laughs> vagina, this, this sex. <laughs> look at that. The Outlander show, it's a vagina. <laughs> See? 
and we're in it. The little the and little there's... dragon head on top, that's the clip. <laughs> oh, man, oh come God. on, man. Right there. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, he's fiddling with it. Okay, all right. We'll, I'm, I'm we'll, we'll catch my... you. All right, we'll be back in se- third segment. Uh, all right. The old spot. Oh. The war is still going between Horde and Alliance. Rather than the field, we're taking the fight to the arenas. 2v2, 3v3, and 5v5. You can help win the war. Hey, there's Jumping Joe, champion of the Nauru. Hey there, Joe. How are you helping us win the war? I'm using Proxima. We're winning nearly every match. Way to go, Joe. Hey, there's Master Sergeant Crypto coming out of a fight now. How's the fight going in there? Since my team started using Proxima, we've been able to identify everyone in the team and kill their weakest member before the fight's really gotten started. I don't know how we'd manage without it. Way to go, Crypto, so know your foe with Proximo. Did you do and, the arrow huh, or something? Some no. Point? And we're back. Don't, uh, don't put all your chickens in one bush. Third segment. We're up to like 750, I think, people on the forums. Yeah, whatever. Um, all right, let's go to the, the emails. <laughs> uh, this one comes in from Andy. He says, hey, guys, this is Andy from The Realm. Calistraza again, and I just had a quick question about when you switched from Ally to Horde. I listened to the first three podcasts you made, and I'm sorry to say that they suck balls. So I stopped <laughs> listening, but picked it up back at episode 30. I ain't going to deny. Those those were pretty bad. It was rough. We they got were almost them. as bad as this one. No. Okay. I, don't know, I thought we had some pretty good bitch sessions. Back uh, well, he picked back up at episode 34 and thought it was great. I'm too lazy to go back to the 30-some-odd podcast I missed to find out exactly when and why you switch from the awesome allies to the ugly horde. So I was wondering <laughs> if you could mention it on the show. Awesome podcast and thanks from Andy Level 80, a gnome. Ha ha ha. Death Knight. You were right around the time. As I, as I recall, we episode 30 was right before... Well, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of me only. No, we started the guild in May of last year. Yep. We took a vote, just I mean, just out of the hell of it. We were like, "What side does everybody play on?" And everybody picked Horde, except us for the most part. And then we said, "Okay, what what server do you play on?" And pretty much everybody picked PvP. So when we started the guild, we just went with Horde on a PvP server because the guild was just going to be a thing. When it was like, "Meet the posts," and we'll get yeah. on like once a week or something. Yeah. And then, well, we hey, didn't have that's what we're doing now. <laughs> and then we didn't. We it's didn't, come. It's come full circle. We didn't like really where our alliance guild was doing and all that kind of stuff. So we just, they were a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> and so we ended up we were like, we were kind of bored. So we just ended up playing our characters on the horde side. And then yeah. there you go. So and, now we're the rest of the story. and now we have like two okay. or three seventies that don't really mean anything to us. Yeah. That we don't play. Um, this That's one comes sentimental in mental value. Yeah. <coughs> this one comes in from sham. He oh. says, uh, just a quick hand job and a quick suck to my boys. I love you guys. Your first year of casting was awesome. I look forward to hearing you guys tangent and rant for a long, long, long time. Matt, go ahead and tell everyone how awesome Fury Warriors are. Laws on, what the fuck, BFS forever. Man, it is way too early to write you guys. See you soon. Apparently, he, it was too early for him at 9 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Uh, but thank Pacific you. Pacific time? That's like, a, that's like 12 server time. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't know. Does your, how does your email register time? I don't know. Does it register off the sender or the receiver? I don't know because uh, apparently AT&T wireless services have already gotten on the ball with the time clock thing because everything's coming to me saying it's an hour ahead. Oh. I don't know why the fuck it's doing well, that. Well, if it goes by yours, then it would be 7 o'clock his time and that, that would be too early to be sending an email. 
Um, let's see here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Hey, Matt is this one, Let's get to it. <laughs> this one comes in from you doing the jacket one guy off some dance. random. Oh, clone, <laughs> uh, clone Mr. Bad on Storm Rage. He wants to know. He just pretty much put his question in the subject: Who would win in a fight, James T. Kirk or Captain Picard? Picard. Picard. James T. Kirk is. A, I mean, I don't know. Kirk. He got in a lot more physical situations where he had to actually fight. Well, Picard would just be like. Make it so. And like 800 people would show up and... And he would telekinesis people. Why would, what? Why would that happen? He would melt Kirk's mind. And rape Kirk in the ass. Right? From his wheelchair. Wolf. Make it so. Yeah, well, I mean... I don't know. I mean... Picard does to have To me, a Kirk is more like a... Just like a chubby guy that can throw his arms around. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, he didn't... Really... <laughs> yeah, but Picard is kind of an old scrawny guy. Right, but, you know, I mean... That likes detective a... novels. He's the nerd. And he's like in a fucking wheelchair. Kirk yeah. fucks blue chicks. Constantly. And green. Don't forget the green ones. Multicolored alien bitches. Picard's in a yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, Picard really didn't, you know, he didn't really get much tail. You know, he kept on chasing yeah. after poor Barbara or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah what? He, he, like, he was going after the red-headed doctor he, chick. Yeah, what was her name? I guess. What was her name? He, you know, he really was a nerd. Beverly you know? Crusher. Beverly. Like Beverly. He was after the, the, the kind of doctor woman. Yeah, you Beverly. Know? Really he always retreated back to his uh, hollow deck so he could chase after like made up women in there. <laughs> Didn't there? Well, when well, they were I mean, in the Sherlock Tales, there was always yeah, like well, the maiden in distress, or probably uh, something like that. Well, that was the, that was a really good good episode. The or the Tales. noir, he was like in a noir one, and he it's like poor Picard. He was always getting messed up. You know, he, he never could finish. Him. He never could finish one of his fucking <laughs> hollow mystery holodeck things because something always happened right in the fucking middle of it. Yeah, that man. Is. Fucking Borg. Borg would win. That's who would win. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Well, yeah, Look, yeah. If we're, if we're talking about Locutus, I mean, come on now. Wouldn't Q it, win? I mean, come on. Well, well yeah, but... It, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's that episode the where, he's human, where he's human, and he's like, what's wrong with my, my insides? And they're like, you're, you're hungry? probably hungry. <laughs> he's like, I've never felt that before. Yeah, so the answer... Who would win in a fight between Picard and Kirk? The answer is Q. <laughs> Q would be Mental the winner. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, they should make Q have to say his name backwards. You. You. All right, oh, no! Well, yeah. <laughs> what is it? What? <laughs> That's the sound he makes as he gets dissipated. Is it like a Jetson car or something like that? <laughs> All right, so uh, that's it. Oh my <laughs> that's, god, this is it. This is this is it. We really need more action. I, I'm gonna have to start playing WoW more, I guess, and hold this podcast down. But let's be fair. If you start playing WoW more, what? what so what? I mean, it's but that's still where a lot. You, like, know, I, you know, I, when I'm playing WoW, I come up with all these questions about like. What the fuck? Why is it this? Toilet paper. <laughs> huh? <laughs> All these questions about yeah. like, toilet paper. And well, I mean, well, that's because I haven't been playing WoW that much. So, I mean, I, like, usually I'll come up with questions about, you know, mystery meat, hmm. uh, drops, stuff, mm-hmm. you know, drop quests. quests. Okay. You have fun with that. Um, so, anyways. I got, uh, I got 10 netherwing eggs in one day. If day. you would like Damn. to <laughs> join us, you can... Uh, Visit our forums at forums.outlandishpodcast.com. I haven't even logged on the forum. There you can uh, sign up and make a post on the Who Are You on Akindun under the official Outlandish Podcast Guild forum. Uh, then you can pretty much look for anybody named to a slash Who Outlandish. We're pretty much screwed because we're not online. <laughs> well, we're going to see about, I, uh, we'll see about getting a couple of people 
uh, set up for invites, inviting privileges. Um, and you can send us an email at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. You can send us a private message. But not a private message. <sighs> you can send me sexual advances. <laughs> and uh, now please don't leave a review on iTunes now. Because <laughs> I got a feeling they're going to be bad. Hey, we're going to talk about Watchmen now. Oh, that's right. We're going to talk about Watchmen now. So, um, we'll see you in episode 53. Maybe. But before that, I was like... All right, Watchmen. Watchmen. Let's talk about Watchmen. I I know I had a good time at my first screening of Watchmen. I sat next to an Alki. I say he was an really? alcoholic. Really? There was an alchemist there? No. No. No? He wasn't no. making you But he potions? did have some flasks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like I was at the midnight showing and... Uh, he was turning alcohol into liver disease. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy next to me... He was hey, holding, watch this. I'm going to turn this vodka into cirrhosis. <laughs> he was uh, holding a It's a, a transmute. I can only do it once per lifetime. <laughs> this guy was sitting next to me. He was holding a spot and... Uh, about five minutes before the movie started. I mean, this was like we got there for an hour ahead. So how many people showed up to the midnight? Mm, well, they had three auditoriums playing it. How many Damn. people showed up? Well, I mean, in mine, it was probably halfway filled. People weren't. I mean, no, nah, it's probably about three-fourths of the way filled, I guess. But um, the guy held, held the seat for like the whole hour, and in the last five minutes, his friend finally showed up or whatever. And he mm-hmm. sits down, and the one, you know, the the rave guy comes in. He's like, all right, guys, I want to just make a few announcements, blah, blah, blah. If you got your phones, please turn them off. If you have to talk on your phone, please don't be that guy. You go out in the lobby, blah, blah, And uh, the the, the uh, drunkie leans over to me, and he's all like, would you get mad if I answered my phone? And I was like, yeah, I get mad, but I'd just give you a look. I was like, I wouldn't say nothing to you. I'd just give you like this. <laughs> for, those of then, you, for those of you who listening at home, Matt I just, just stared him down. blankly stared towards yeah. the microphone yeah. like this. It's pretty hardcore. Yeah. And, uh, but he, and then, like, I noticed in his hand he had a silver flask. And I was all like, really, man? Really? It's midnight. Uh, you, can't, you can't, like, lay off the booze for a little bit for a movie. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, midnight he wants to party. Just man started. wants to party at Watchmen. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, So then you get to sit there for three hours smelling it and just being in the presence of an alky. I just like, like I just like to call him an alky. I mean, I don't know the guy. The guy could just be like a casual social drinker. That he might have had like Mountain Dew in there. No, this is my flask. He did Mountain not have Dew. Mountain Dew in there. <laughs> I'm gonna go get me a flask and just carry around like some Mountain Dew in it or Kool Aid. We won't want to carry Mountain Dew because then it'd be you know, carbonation. That's it's, true. So you want a Powerade or some something non carbonated. I think it'd be some funny to have water in there. <laughs> It's like, yeah, cool. It's like my cantina. cantina. Yeah. Oh, you tip it up, and it's like, wow, that guy really needs to lay off the water. water. This is water. It's water. This is water. So anyways, right. let's talk about Watchmen. Uh-huh. Well, to, uh, to start, we have all read The Watchmen. Yes. We read it before the movie came the out. Watchmen? Yeah. The Watchmen? The Watchmen novel. Yeah. The, quotation marks open, Watchmen, Because you were all in. like, you were like <laughs> yesterday all about... He said, uh, technically, sir, technically, it is <laughs> Well, the guy that Watchmen. came in, he, when he was like, you know, turn, uh, turn your cell phones off. And at the end, they're always like, everybody excited to see the movie? So he was like, everybody excited to watch The Watchmen or to see The Watchmen? 
And I thought it'd be funny if some guy was like, ah, excuse me, sir. It's 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 just Watchmen. It's well, not, no, what he was Watchmen. doing, he was making a reference to who watches the Watchmen. Oh. So he was like, is everybody ready to watch the Watchmen? Mm, I guess so. Okay. Really. So anyways, so uh, you went and saw it yesterday mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You went and saw it last night with me. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw it two times. <sighs> not worth it. No. no. That movie's no. too long for a I made a commitment to Justin and John to go see it with them, so I stuck to that. Did you go by yourself Thursday night? No, I went with people from down down Palm Bluff. Oh. And uh but that is not a movie you want to see at midnight. It's three hours long. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if you like slept until midnight, cool. Right. You know, that's cool. I'm sorry, it's hundred and sixty three minutes technically. Yes. But uh yeah. It's a good movie. I mean, how do we all feel about the movie? Do we feel like do we feel like we got our money's worth out of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Since I went to a matinee and it's only paid half of what I would have paid to go see it at the IMAX, I definitely got my my money's worth. It I mean it was it's one of the few times where you can be like, it's almost since apparently Ozzy Mandius was not watching TV, he was eating <laughs> in the book. Almost exactly like just watching the. Com- I mean, the guy they got to play Rorschach looked exactly like the guy they drew. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, at least at least I was happy with all the characters and the, yeah, the casting was really good yeah. for the most part. I don't even know who the hell is that guy. You don't see that guy in anything. They just pull some guy off the street and they're like, "You look like Rorschach." They're like, "Hey, you look like Rorschach. Can you talk like Batman?" And the guy's like, "You mean I need to talk like this?" And they're like, "Perfect." I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really thought the, uh, the Laurie, Jupiter, Laurie, Jupiter, whatever, yeah, Jupiter character, spot on, and I've never seen her before. Yeah. But she got naked for me. (laughs) I don't know how they found that blue glowing guy to play Mr. Manhattan, (laughs) but that was spot on. (laughs) Poor Billy Crudup. He'll look like that the rest of his life. I was, um, Nazi Mandy's Ozymandian. Well, yeah, he was okay, but I think Matt would probably agree that when I was looking back in the comic book, he's a bit buffer yeah. in the comic. Yeah, he's definitely, he's not like a skinnier guy, like a little... They wanted him to look as feminine as possible. I uh, guess. I don't know, but... And then, of course, uh, Night Owl, he's, he looks a little bit fatter. He looks a little bit like he's got a stomach on him and everything. Yeah, like I thought, yeah, but I thought Night Owl was definitely pretty spot on. <coughs> the one, I, I mean, um, I was kind of disappointed that some scenes weren't in there. Uh, did they have anything after the credits that showed that they didn't say after credits? No, I didn't either. You've been there for three hours. I mean, like I two hours and whatever. I was like, I think they should have showed the part the the guy that was on the boat that came home and killed his wife in the book. In between the scenes, that. that's a terrible that. idea. I mean, they should have put that at the end. I would have just liked to have watched it. I well, mean, it's only really <coughs> that would have been a long ass ending sequence. It only would have been like three minutes. I mean, he's just, I don't even know what you're talking. About. I guess it's like the, the Black the, Freighter, the, right? Yeah, the part where the guy that's sitting down at the newsstand is always reading that comic book or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to sit? Wait, are you saying you wanted to see the comic or just them sitting there? No, just them sitting there. Oh, New York was gone. They die. Well, I mean, at some point, they show them for like a split second, but I mean, because that tied directly into the movie. Yeah, but. Or into the the story. Well, you can look for that on the DVD because the Black Freighter is going to be all on the DVD. Mm hmm. What? Why? They actually did an animated version of that comic. Oh. And then that should have been at the end of the movie. Then. <laughs> Man. 
But I mean, I mean that that kind of ties into you know, Watchmen is a very cerebral. It's it's very reedy. I mean, not only is there a lot of talking, but there's a lot of of Alan Moore inserting um, like the cultural. You got the in between the chapter stuff. Well, there's that, but even in the regular comic, you've got Rorschach's diary, which in the movie is his diary narrative all the yeah. time. But then you've got um, sometimes sequences with just like lines from a poem or lines from a song, song. that really ties along with it or. I thought the music was really good. It had a really good like, musical score. I, th- I thought a lot of it worked nicely, but sometimes it seemed weird and out of nowhere. I liked, like the like fight 99 scene, Red Balloons. The, the fight scene where they were playing. What was it they were playing? It was like right at the very beginning. Oh, you're talking about the credits, the opening credits? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I really like that song. Well, the opening credits was really good. The times they are changing. And then I liked when they were going to Antarctica and they were playing all on the watchtowers. Yeah, I don't know. And see, that's kind of a thing where like that starts up and all I think about is Forrest Gump. Like Forrest Gump owns that song for me now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's not even on the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Really? Yeah. Huh. It must be somebody out of here. Um, I tell you what, Freebird. Okay, that's Forrest Gump. My God, I can't stand Freebird. I hate Freebird. Oh. All it does is make you think of Jenny. Yeah, and her getting up on that ledge and yeah. shit, and I'm just all like, oh, free bird. Especially when it gets bird. fast in that part. I don't, ding, 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 I don't really care about that scene. I don't know. It just makes me, I'm just like, well, fuck it, whatever. I hate this scene. I'm just like. It's a great scene. I mean, it's a, well, no, it's a great it's scene. It's not the forest Gump. But I don't know, just the free bird. I hate free bird, and I just. Huh. I hate that. I didn't realize you had this hatred of free bird. Because it's a fucking long ass song. And I went and bought the Forrest Gump soundtrack because that was on there and I liked oh, it. Lord. And then Freebird wasn't on there either. It's fucking two CDs long and the good songs aren't on there. But they've got like... When, the uh, melodies and stuff? No, like when, like when Jenny's up on the stage singing How many roads my... They've got the real version of that song oh. on the soundtrack. Like that's not even in the fucking movie! <laughs> well, no doubt they, they got off... The, or they could pay for the to get it in the movie but not to put it on the soundtrack. I guess so. As often anyway, happens. back to Watchmen. Um, yeah, the music, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes the songs like were appropriate, but sometimes it felt like watching MTV when, they, when they're squeezing too many songs back to back. So you're saying they had too much soundtrack in there? Well, I think that sometimes it was too many of the cultural songs, like it would, one scene went in and immediately another song would start up or something. Um, I thought 99 Red Balloons was well, considering a weird it was, considering choice it, for when she walked considering the it was restaurant. Two hours and 43 minutes, I don't really think they had that many songs back to back. No, it didn't happen too often, I admit, but I, um, I I think the I think the um the songs fit with the timeline though. I mean, nothing was ahead of its time, right? Well, of course nothing was ahead right. of its time, but I'm just saying some of those songs except for Desolation Row at the end of the credits. <laughs> and well, I was pleased that they didn't just pick all 80s music. But some of the music was from like there was a um oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. Well, did you uh, did you um, everybody wants to rule the world? Did you catch that one? Yeah, it was like a music version of it. Did you notice that? It was like the elevator, like yeah, it was Ozzy Mandis's music elevator lobby version. It wasn't even lobby too. It was like upstairs. Yeah, I think as far I mean, because unless he has his office down in the lobby, <laughs> right? No, I think, I think you're right. The there. elevator was definitely coming up, and that's what I hated. I mean, it's, it was a small thing, but it was supposed to happen in the lobby, right? Wasn't it? Like they were leaving and. Uh yeah, I think so, but that's, that's when complaint. the ambush is supposed to happen. I mean, there's a there. I don't know. I, whenever I've read something and I go to see the movie, 
I don't really feel like I can enjoy the movie like I would if I hadn't read it. Well, the movie's always going to be different. Yeah. There's never, ever a time when you read a book or anything like that where the movie is spot on. And that's weird. I don't know why that is. You know I mean? You figure whatever is written is pretty much an, you know, an outline right there for how it should be. I think um, of all the movies I've seen, this one's probably the closest. Oh, yeah. Especially is... since, like, some of the, the special effects are exactly like the drawings in the, in mm-hmm. the novel. But, I mean, look at, look at The Wizard of Oz. That movie is absolutely nothing like the book whatsoever. And yet it's a really great movie, which brings me to my point is like I think I would I think I like it's such a it's such a hard discussion to, to figure out what side you're on because I mean in one in one case you want the movie to be true to the book and you want it to to hit everything right, but at the same time I kinda wanna see go to a movie and see like an adaptation with potentially large changes like wizard of oz is like an interesting adaptation and by adaptation he means they took everything out of the middle of the book and just sent them to see the wizard yeah but it makes a better movie you don't go see the queen of the field mice you don't meet the the wicked witch of the east i've never read the book so i couldn't tell you either oh um the book if they made the book into a movie it'd probably be like four hours long or it might be have to. It might have to be a miniseries. They made it or an animated. HBO made it to the an Wiz. animated series. No, Tin Man. Through the Looking Glass. Wait. <laughs> so um, to Oz. But, move on down. Move on down the road. But um, I mean, because if it was an exact comic to trans to screen movie then people like us we'd there'd be no good reason for us to see it really except just to see like oh that's a cool special effect it's just like how well, i mean we you, so you saw it once and that's all you needed of it then what was the point of us even going and seeing it then i mean we pretty exactly much knew. that to see more or less to see what they changed what they how they how they converted it to a movie but my whole thing is like there was not enough gore when that that bomb went off by the way because in the comic book there's just like halves of people hanging out of windows and shit and they didn't even show well, that. well yeah but they completely changed that and they showed it <coughs> Not to mention it was Dr. Manhattan's disintegrating power. They yeah. showed it on the previews. When they showed the first preview, it had like all the dead people laying in New York. Oh, and then it? that was all gone. Hmm. Are you sure? I'm positive. I'll have to go back and look at that. You're positive. It was on the that. very first trailer I saw of it. Well, I know there was, a, I mean, I know there was the whole uh, scene where you see the guy throw the thing. The. the the uh, cocktail through the window and that was in the intro part and I thought that was going to be like towards the end of the movie when there's supposed to be riots and stuff breaking out. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I don't know. I felt I felt like, I mean... Well, the first part, I mean, there was a crap load of like flashbacky shit right there at the beginning. Yeah. It was like all that stuff that was in between the chapters, they kind of crushed it down and was like, here's everything that fucking happened. Yeah, I guess so. But we liked. Uh, do we feel? Was there any problems with the characters or anything like that? I mean, do we? Not really. No. Felt like they, everybody played their role and. More or less, I didn't imagine Rorschach's voice was so gravelly. At that, when I was reading it, I was like, I don't know exactly how to read this, but I have a feeling that it's just like Batman. <laughs> and well, how did you well feel the, the one in, indication we get is when uh, is when Rorschach goes to see Laurie and Doctor Manhattan towards the beginning, and then. 
you know, he upsets her and Dr. Manhattan sends her away and she says, uh, I don't like him. He always has that monotone voice. So we at least know that he kind of talks straight monotone. I don't really like, I didn't like Dr. Manhattan's voice. I love Dr. Manhattan's voice. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Just completely uncaring, unwavering, Mm -hmm. no emotion whatsoever. I just just picture it being deeper, not being so high pitched. So more, um, La, 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 more, la, la, like stronger, la, la, more. La, 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 I don't know. I guess. I mean, way. I don't know. I mean, it just seems more like I'm a delicate guy, and like I'm just. I don't know. I just. It seems more. That's I just a sexy picture him being more. Like Macaulay. I just picture him being more. You know. I guess masculine. Well, you do get to see his penis yeah, for like multiple three times. hours. Yes. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know there were going to be penises in this movie. I was like, Well, there's. I not thought they really did a good job a of not drawing attention to it. Yeah, like in the book, it's just kind of right out there, you know. But like they use some kind of shady, shady effects, so you don't, your eyes aren't really drawn to it like you would think they would be. Oh, your eyes were drawn to it. <laughs> like, uh, it's cocked. There's you know, a floppy penis. Like if, and it's if you're not looking right at it, if you're looking at anything else on the screen, you don't even hardly notice it. Well, plus people, <laughs> people tend not to like. Look, because they just assume it's not there. Right. It's like, oh, he'll have the Ken doll parts, but no, he's just flopping around. <laughs> or that little. Well, they bring it up in the book. They're like, he's like, I don't have to wear clothes. I just do it to be decent with what people, society thinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, because like parts of the movie he had on those, like the underwear that were only the front half or whatever. So he turned around, and you could see his butt, and then he turned around, and he'd have like underwear on. It's like, Okay, how come he just didn't wear that those all like the time? That was like his superhero outfit, I think. Yeah. Why don't you just wear that all the time? Why are you doing work with your penis hanging out? Uh, why are you Why are you doing calculations and then having a threesome with you and yourself and your girlfriend? <laughs> that scene was done well. Yeah. I think pretty much all the quote-unquote favorite scenes are in there. Any scenes that people like. Nine Allen Silk's better. Well, okay. Matt, Except the Matt part. had that look on his face that reminded me that like Matt really likes the way the fight... And I'll, I'll go along with them. I think that the fight at the end... <coughs> boy, if it's not obvious, it's really spoiler. Hopefully everybody understood that that's what this would be. Um, but uh, the fight at the end wasn't as cool as it was in the book. And it was... Uh, that's a good idea. And it was drawn out in the movie. It was very Zack Schneider-ish. Yeah. Like he had to have his long... Even the comedian fight scene at the beginning... I was like, is this ever going to be over? Yeah. When I was watching that, I was like, this is why the movie's three hours long. I'm going to watch the comedian get his ass kicked for 30 minutes. I did like the cat, though. The cat was in there. Yeah. They didn't explain it, though. Mandy was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, "Eh, it's a cat. Yeah. Well, I mean, and to that point, we don't see any of the the conservationist, uh, biological creationist stuff up yeah. there you don't see his greenhouse or anything yeah so like i think if they'd have shown the greenhouse and if like rorschach and what's his face would have walked through and they had commented on oh this is this must be where he works on this that the other thing then when you saw the cat you'd be like oh that's some fucking cat thing he made <laughs> yeah she said what the fuck is that I was like it's ozzy man it's his cat whatever just just go with it it's a tiger with really big ears and he's purple yeah <laughs> hmm man it's totally different. Just <laughs> <laughs> like sitting there reading, oh man, yeah, because yeah, I, I just like, I, I mean, like this whole fight sequence here. You know, he's like, he's sitting there eating. He notices Rorschach's reflection. Then Rorschach tries to like come at him, and then he uses fork to like stop you know, to like pin Rorschach 
to the table, mm-hmm. and then then he like takes uh, then Owlman tries to shoot something at him, and he uses like the gold plated uh, dish thing to like reflect a laser beam, apparently. Um, and he throws it at Night Owl, and I mean, I just I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's a good sequence. It showed how adept Adrian and like you was. mentioned. It, it it didn't have Adrian talking about how you know he says uh, talking about catching a bullet and stuff like that. Yeah, he makes the joke early on, or somebody references early on that he always joked that maybe he could catch a bullet, so he catches. I think the when bullet. I think when Night Owl's talking with him or something, or like um, maybe the reporters interviewing him. Yeah, that was like that. I think a yeah. reporter. Is there is there anything you couldn't do like catch a bullet or something? I don't know. I'm just trying to. I don't know. I've never tried. I think yeah. That's right. It was. It was the report. That's what the lobby scene that you were talking about. There's a reporter <coughs> with him interviewing at the time. I think okay. in that scene. Yeah, he's talking to him, and then Night Owl's back looking at the action figures. Hmm. I don't know, but um, I I was I was you know I, I definitely liked it. So it was pretty good. You liked it enough to see it twice. It's six hours oh, of your life. You I did enough to see it once, and then yeah, the second felt, wasn't just an obligation. <laughs> yeah, I felt, felt obligated to see it the second time. But uh, that's weird, like that. I don't know, right? I I would have been like, I don't say weird. I mean, it's I guess it's an honorable trait, but I we don't expect on. you to have to yeah. go again. Because yeah, that's a movie, especially as if you've read the if you've read the novel, that's going to be your definitive source still, definitely. I don't think there's anybody that's going to be like, oh man. You know, years later, I really want some Watchmen. I'm going to watch the movie. No, we're probably <laughs> going to pick up the book and read through it again. Well, that was another thing was the the scene with um, the old Night Owl getting killed. You know, I think that doesn't that play a role on Night Owl's character. I can't doesn't, remember. Doesn't he get I don't like really that happened? Well, like a gang goes and like tries to rob him and they beat him up and stuff like During that the riots, and kill I think. him. Yeah, and then I think Night Owl finds out about it though, hmm. and they think it's part of the mass. The mass killings or whatever. Oh. Hmm. And then I think Night Owl was affected by that. And I want to say it leads up into one of those passionate moments, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, the guy getting his arms sawed off was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, that was another thing kind of changed up, you know? They just slit his throat in the comic book. Yeah. Which was dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, like, there there are a couple things. You know, Alan Moore isn't completely infallible. Like, I never quite understood how that scene worked in the book. It like, so it made so more sense here that he had to cut his arms away to get to the bars. Yeah. It was like, oh, I killed him. Now he's just a dead body there, still with his arms around the thing, and you probably can't get to him still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also thought it was more clear, more goofy in the movie. Like, it made it more obvious when... Uh, after they killed the one big henchman... I mean... The little midget dude, didn't he understand that uh, Rorschach was a badass and that no. your one big brute wasn't going to do it? <laughs> you know? No, because they still couldn't get to him. They still could, you, he was yeah. still inside there. You couldn't get to him. So. And Rorschach really didn't stop, didn't really kill the guy. He just broke his thumbs yeah. and then tied his hands together. Yeah, but I'm saying like, <coughs> but they still know Rorschach. Rorschach's the guy that put all those other guys in there. He's right. a badass. I would have thought after he had melted that guy's face, they would have realized he was a badass. <laughs> right. But well, that no. was a, uh, and that's a, that's a. Uh, they changed up that whole that scene in the prison where like he's supposed to, as far as I remember, kick the toilet and bust out the water, and then the guy's supposed to electrocute himself. Yeah. Um, I liked it the way it was though, because because in the movie, um. Well, he's like, out. Like, he's done with. Yeah. So, like, the electricity doesn't really feel like anything he needed to do. 
to the guy. Well, it's all like, yeah, I mean, like, I felt like the way it plays out in the book was more Rorschach thinking yes. yeah. than it is physical, actual violence Rorschach. Right. And so that's, the, that's, like, that's what I like about Rorschach was he was a thinker, and he would try to figure out ways to get out of situations. Right. Although I think we got, I think we got that pretty well during the, uh, the, the cop sequence when he gets caught. Although, if I remember correctly in the <coughs> book... He jumps out the window, kind of breaks his leg, and yeah. immediately gets caught. But well, in this, it's like, an oh, ridiculous fight sequence. Thanks, Zack Snyder. Is, this is like, it's the fucking Matrix scene with yeah. all the agents. On if top anything, of that Neo. was probably the worst sequence in the movie. I expected Rorschach to just throw them all off, and then yeah, kind of look like it back. And <laughs> he'd have one on his shoulders. He'd be spinning around, and he'd throw it at somebody. <laughs> Give me back my face. Did you notice, by the way, um, and you probably did, when, because uh, in the book, Rorschach makes little noises all the time, like, mm, and eh, mm, and I think it's one of the more memorable ones is when he makes the herm noise, H-R-M, and so when he opens the door on the cop, and he looks down, you can just barely hear him kind of go, herm. <laughs> uh, that was a nice touch. Did Rorschach's face change? Yeah. In the book? Yeah. I never really paid attention to it. Did I point the shifting symbols? Yeah. Wow. Did I point you didn't? out? Did I point mm-hmm. out? Yeah, I point, point this out to you. <coughs> oh, there he goes. Man, him. he was. I just. <coughs> I, I was like, when people were getting punches and shit, like you saw, like uh, at the at the end when um, Osmosis or whatever punches her in the stomach. <laughs> oh, whatever. What was this guy's name? Osmosis. I don't remember. His name. Adrian. Uh, when he punches that girl, like or whatever, and she goes flying back and hits the stairs or whatever, yeah. I'm all like, "Jesus, that would crack a girl's head open." <laughs> but, or worse, uh, I night, I'll get their asses kicked. That right there, the the shadow silhouette, and then his face. Oh, look at that! <laughs> but see, that's a that's a, a like I was pointing out. I was, that's a whole other scene right there that was cut out. You know, the whole them getting together after the emotional. But I think there's a lot... I mean, you know, I've always thought that there's things you can do in a book or a comic that work and make sense there, but don't wouldn't translate to the screen really well. Like, I think it would be really weird after all that happened up there in the movie if they had been... If they had kissed and then made love right there in Adrian's area. Like, it even seems kind of ludicrous thinking about it after all that's happened. Well, they would have ran away or something, and then, like, she would just... They would have been talking and everything, and then in a totally different room, and... You would have got to see more of Adrian's uh, pyramid thingy fortress, but especially um, after they got their asses kicked, it'd be kind of weird. Like, oh, I love you. Well, it's a moment. It's a moment. (laughs) I just got the shit kicked out of me. (laughs) Let's. But but, uh, um, I don't. I mean, I I felt like I totally didn't even. I I felt like, oh, hey, they could have cut out the five minutes of Oracle shit in the Night Owl thing <coughs> with them having sex i was like okay we know where this is going we've already seen i thought that good. was kind of funny like they actually added gratuity yeah, yeah, yeah as in the like, book you just get like the after scene i think more or less well you get to see the flame shoot out right yeah and that's nice and funny but uh Whoa. okay definitely some doings in the movie <laughs> but they replicated it pretty well i just it was a good adaption yeah I think for the, I don't think, and Matt was saying this, I don't think it's going to have a very good, um, or it's going to have a big drop off. Yeah. This is not a movie people are going to see over and over again. No. And I think the pacing is really slow. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of people are, I, I want to say 
people will think it's a good movie, but they won't suggest, you know, they won't recommend people going and seeing it in the theaters. Not if they haven't read the book. Because a lot of it doesn't make any fucking sense if you haven't read the exactly. book. Exactly. I mean, I can't, like I was, I was telling, um, one of the coworkers the Friday before we went to go see it, I was like, I, I feel sorry for anybody that doesn't know what the plot is. And doesn't because, understand, like, you're like three-fourths of the way into the movie until you realize that we won Vietnam because of Dr. Manhattan, and that's why Nixon is president in 1985. It's just... that the, What makes that book so good and so popular is the fact that it was built around a time error, and that that doesn't really portray... I, I almost kind of wish that they would have taken the adaption towards more Afghanistan and current events. Because mm-hmm. then people would have related better with it. Yeah, I think that would get. They wouldn't want to get into that. And then you'd be like, "Why is it so different? They didn't talk about Afghanistan that much." Time is weird. I think it would give it too much of that whole Iraq War connotation. It would just. Speaking well, of it, would have connected with people more. Speaking of time, what's the what's the deal with every show on TV now having to have some time travel in it? You got Lost, they're time traveling all over the place. Heroes is time traveling all over the place. And then after after Lost goes off, Life on Mars comes on. And I was like, this is a cool idea. It's a 70s, it's a 70s cop show no. that takes place now. And then the guy's like, well, in 2008, I was like, that motherfucker's a time traveler. Yeah, and, and then like, he's he like, I like, knocked out or something. And then he's like, and then at the end, he's like, I'm just trying to find out the way that I can get back home. I was like, are you Sam? Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, so I made you're trying a, to find the leap that's going to take you home? I made a joke to John at the end of the movie when when uh, Dr. Manhattan's giving that speech to uh, Miss Jupiter. And he's all like, maybe I'll go make some life. And then he kisses her and I'm all like, the next leap will be the leap home. <laughs> like as if his mission was over right Here, there. No, I got it. This was made by Legendary Pictures. Oh my God. He goes to Azeroth. Does he? Does yes. He, now? he is the original Titan. He makes... He makes World of Warcraft. Yes. And we tie it all back around into an Outlanders podcast. That's right. All right, well, uh, we're wrapping and, uh, it up. I mean, we only got like 30 seconds, so. Okay, as a final thought, I can't believe they took out the goofy cigarettes. Remember the cigarette filters? Where they put their... Oh, like the long... They, yeah, they put the their tobacco things. on the little bowl. Oh, at yeah. The front. <laughs> well, it looks like they're smoking crack pipes. I know. Yeah, it's, I'm joking, of course. It'd be dumb in the movie. All right, so uh, this was Watchmen Spoiler Episode 1, uh, our final probably, episode. Probably as long as our regular episode. Uh, thanks for listening. And probably better. And I uh, hope you in- enjoyed this crap. Crabbling crap, yes. <laughs> All right, bye.